This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Jay, our favorite guy was in the news. Well, I mean, we're not doing news this week, but I just figured, you know, but, but before we started recording, we might as well talk about Ridley Scott's comments. Oh, yes. And of course, I got to put it in his voice. My voice for him. So Ridley Scott said, superhero movies are fucking boring as shite. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he said. said. That's what he said. Well, I mean, he's, what do you expect? He's like, got, I he's mean, got two movies out this year competing with superhero movies, you know? So, sure. So, of course, he's, he's going to... Well, he, he's kind of pulling that uh, Scorsese in a way, right? When the when the Irishman came out. Right, listen, <laughs> back in the day, I was a fucking auteur. They came to me. They asked me to do Batman. And I said, why don't you go to that fucking crazy-haired little twink, Tim Burton? He'll fucking do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly because tim burton was like the oddball out so listen you know? all you little fanboys you fanboy little fox you got me to thank for tim burton directing your precious batman and now you're getting keaton back this year you only have keaton because of me if i didn't turn down batman you never would have gotten him <laughs> <laughs> you would have gotten my version of Batman, and it would have been Batman sitting alone in a mansion with Alfred. Occasionally, they might have pulled each other off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Super Movie Bros. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And uh, yeah, we and Jay got some some smaller movies to talk about this week, both Netflix originals. So uh, I have a review for the Netflix original movie, The Harder They Fall. Are they that small though? Yeah, I mean, Red Notice definitely. <laughs> Red isn't Notice small. is definitely not. That's it's not. That was a that, at, that was a at, huge budget at the time. Yeah, a very big budget for Netflix. Red Notice. And I also got to the theaters and saw Belfast, the big okay. awards player coming out. But you know what? The Harder They Fall has going for it? Star power. And I don't mean star power in the way that, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in it or anything or that Ryan Reynolds is in it. It's got star power because it's got John Majors and Idris Alba, which... Oh, and and Lakeith Stanfield for Christ's sakes! Mm. So it's got that it's got that actor clout, that type of star power behind it. So I'm excited to talk about that. Of course, uh, we're also going to be breaking down all the Marvel news that came out from Disney Plus Day. We're a little late to the we're a little late to the party on that, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, because we're we're still going to discuss. Uh, I'm going to mainly focus that discussion on on the two shows that they showed the most for that we haven't seen yet. We're going to focus on Moon Knight and She Hulk, and then of course. Jay, uh, we have a trailer park. 
got Trailer Park Breakdown for Spider-Man No Way Home Trailer 2, which just dropped. Me and Jay watched it together. Jay's got a different uh, set of opinions than I have this time around. We're not He's not as excited as he once was, but we'll break it down for you. Uh, but first, Jay, we got to get into... What are you watching? What are you watching? What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel. Oh, we watching. No, 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 go past this. Past this part. In fact, never play this again. All right, Jay, why don't you kick us off with uh, the first uh, watching that you did. Start us off with Belfast. Let's just go with that one first. I feel like that's boring. Well, let me first start off. Let's with, get it out of the way. Let me first start off with something. Get out of the way, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> please. All right. Well, this is a, a high contender to be the best picture winner of the year. Oh, my God. It's just because of the name recognition of Kenneth Branagh. I, you know... And I'll be honest, it's a delight. It's a perfectly well-made movie. It's a semi-autobiographical film based on his upbringing and his life. And it's all well and good. But best, the fact that this is a best picture contender, like a strong contender, like top three shit, that is not saying too, 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 too well in our, our, uh, our canvas of 2021 movies this past year, unfortunately. I don't, I'm a little surprised by that, but... Uh, you know, this is a really strong, strong outing. This was developed, made during COVID times, shot in black and white, mostly. I don't want to. Um, I don't. I, I don't want to ruin like your thunder or anything during your review here or anything. We're still in COVID times. Just, just letting you know. No, I know. <laughs> Did I say that? that <laughs> you said shot during COVID times, implying well, yeah. that COVID times have ended. They're very well. Much, I mean, since COVID much, started, you yeah, know, they're they're very much still here. But continue. And uh, a lot of these guys are mainly no-named young actors stealing the show. Jude Hill plays Buddy, and I think it's kind of a version of Kenneth Branagh. And he was a fucking funny-ass, charming delight. One of the best things about this movie for me was the script. Uh, killer writing, killer comedy, Judy Dench... And uh, Kieran Hines was fantastic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't just say Judy Dench as if she's some fucking commoner. The dame. Dame Judy Dench. The dame. She earned that fucking title. She's a dame. I love her. (laughs) She is a dame. Jesus. Respect where respect is due. Pay it, motherfucker. That is true. But, you know, one of the things I I have to... Okay, so I first have to say, as much as I love this movie, and it's, it's a delight, I do not recommend sitting up front. (laughs) <laughs> I so it was actually a really packed kind of a packed house on a Sunday afternoon. This is IMAX too, right? No, smaller okay. normal okay. little thing. So why film. is sitting up front a problem? Well, it's just I'm not a big I'm not first of all I'm not used to it. It's a little large and it's a little overwhelming on top of the heavy dialect. See, I thought I So thought, the dialect so the is strong and the sound is yeah. So you get the mixture of like the black and white, you see like a huge screen in your face and then you're trying to comprehend this like heavy dialect that is you know the accent's strong and thick and it's right. very original and it's right. it, it takes a while for you to kind of get into it and and some of the jokes kind of like went right over my head well it's scotland right i mean i yeah Belfast, so it's scotland and i just was not expecting so that. they all talk like ridley scott brothers and sisters are natural enemies like englishmen and scots or Welshmen and Scots, or Japanese and Scots, or Scots and other Scots. Damn Scots! They ruined Scotland. My version of Ridley Scott. Whatever. Well, version of Ridley Scott's Cockney, not it's not it's it's uh, 
I don't know. You should watch it. You should watch a Grant Morrison interview, like the comic book writer. Watch a Grant Morrison interview. I mean, not right now. Don't pull up your phone like you're gonna watch. No, it I know, right I know, now. I know. But uh, he's he's extremely hard to understand. Like he he has that very thick, thick. Like I mean, like <laughs> I'm talking like Pornhub yeah. with the with the with the with the you know the booty shorts that go all the way into the cheeks. It's that level of thick. It's it's just that it's snappy and it is funny and very very witty. But like I because they're Scottish. I, I, I gotta just I gotta I gotta watch it again. Have you seen a weather in Scotland? The only thing no, you I have know, I know, but like, is to be witty and funny. Because everything was, there is depressing. It was just it was just a very overwhelming at times, and there's some uh, some things kind of went over my head, unfortunately. So, All right, fair enough. Just a fair warning. But this is a absolute no filter must watch movie. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of charm. No and, English filter. Full full brogue. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm gonna give this a solid A. All right, then. Uh, so I mean, I I've obviously seen trailers and stuff like that i just knew this isn't the type of thing i'm gonna go to the theaters to see um it looks gorgeous because uh, you know it's sure it's kenneth Branagh. so um but like what what's this story like what like i know it's a said- coming of age tale and it's also based upon just like this family uh during the times uh in belfast during this uh this period in the history where there's like 1960s yeah 1960s there's some kind of like military issue going on within uh the country i, I don't i i don't 100 percent of the politics of what's going on exactly because you couldn't understand the focus yeah so <laughs> there's a lot of turmoil <laughs> you know a lot of people are either want to stay in belfast or try and get out and start a new life but during the times it's very scary it's a bold move with you know no money and yeah. a family so there's a lot going on um he kind of has a school crush you know there's all kinds of there's a lot of things packed in this okay and it's on. well executed and okay. it, it, it's a sh- tight little film and it works so before uh, i know you already gave your score but um jamie, now, jamie dornan's in this jamie right? dornan plays the father yeah, yeah. right pa it says it on the IMDb. Yeah. pa <laughs> solid okay solid that, as a rock because i know most people i i know he had that you can't hate on him i'm telling you right now everybody well, no, no. was he, he had that popular movie that was on netflix where it, it, it took place during world war one and stuff like that and people were kind of blown away that he's as good as he was in it because so many people's uh no the whole 50 shades because 50 shades. He, did, he wasn't on anybody's radar until then i know That's the problem. right exactly exactly but and granted he didn't do much before that either he was right. mainly a model but um you know he he's 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 definitely has the chops and he's gotten I've seen I've seen um, that one British show Where he with Jillian the yeah this oh that's so good it's called the fall the fall thank you I forgot all about it's that name, good. The title it's really good highly recommend it everybody yeah um that you know if you need some credits or credentials for Jamie Dornan watch that fucking watch series that. yeah that show was good it's really good it was like it I mean it it does what British shows always do it takes the concept that we had over here like Dexter and it's just like now oh, we got one way better. Yeah, and they do it better. He he he, <laughs> fe- he feels way more real. And, it's a miniseries, yeah. And and Jillian Anderson is more fascinating than than uh, Dexter's sure Dexter's sister. Actually, it's not a miniseries, was. is it? It's a is it a miniseries or is it like a three season arc thing? I uh, can't remember. But I think I think I think it was either three, way you it was can three seasons. It, it lasted yeah. from twenty thirteen yeah. to twenty sixteen, so. and it's like an open and shut three seasons. And it's like, on it's Netflix on purpose. too. So I think it's still on there. Go check it out. It's good shit. It's and good uh, shit. check this out as well if you can. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely like that Amazon Prime like watch for me i mean i'm not going to tell anybody to go see in theaters you don't have to yeah you don't have to honestly you really don't we've got but it is what three months before like all the oscar before the oscar well we got two months before the oscar buzz really starts yeah unfortunately this will not come out before the new year oh the cutoff on dvd i think 
but it's but, but it'll still make the cut because it was released in twenty. Oh no no yes, yeah. I'm talking about on like on streaming or something. I don't know. No, I mean, they, it depends. they they always right around the Oscar buzz time they start releasing all the nominees for and, and they all come to streaming and stuff like that. That's how they make their money. Okay, that's how they make their money on the back end. I know so. it's just that November's already. Gosh, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. It's jam packed. It's jam packed. Much like Jay's asshole when he tries to fit two dildos in it. Uh, all right, so Jay, I got around to watching a movie on Netflix as I previously discussed. It's called The harder they fall so this is a very simple story jay uh jonathan majors plays an outlaw a rebel uh black cowboy as everyone in this movie is uh and his biggest rival his his fucking nemesis is getting released from prison and uh his biggest nemesis is played by none other than idris elba so he gets his old gang back together to seek revenge on idris elba and and listen to this cast other than jonathan majors and idris elba zazie beats edie gathiji damon waynes jr regina king Lakeith Stanfield. Like, oh, and none other than Delroy Lindo, who you may remember put in a fucking killer performance in just about everything that he's in. But most recently, he did a killer performance in The Five Bloods. So oh, yeah. also also on Netflix. So, I mean, first off, the cast is top notch. And on top of that, it is directed by essentially a first time director. Jamez Samuels. So, I mean, he's done a short film for Jay-Z Legacy, and then he did a horror film back in 2013 called They Die by Dawn. Now, it's only 51 minutes, so it's kind of like a short in and of itself. And it is, again, a Western starring all an all-black cast. A black sheriff? He's black? And it's essentially about that. That's about four outlaws that have a bounty on their heads and they basically have a date for a shootout in Langston, Oklahoma. So obviously this is like the type of realm that he likes to play in. And I got to tell you, it works, man, because obviously like we haven't really seen. Um, I mean, we've seen Westerns. I mean, we and you always talk about like, it's almost like every few years, there's like that big Western that comes out that, that Hollywood gets behind, you know, no, no country for old men. That's a Western. I don't care what you say. That is a fucking old school Western or true grit or uh, 310 to Yuma or like these movies that come around and everyone's like, man, that was really good. And it's a Western too, man. You don't see Westerns anymore. Somehow they make them good nowadays. (laughs) And then Tarantino goes off and makes two of them himself, Django Unchained and the hateful eight. This is I don't want to say it's as good as like Django or anything like that because the script isn't as good. But damn, everyone in it is really fucking good. And the action is really fucking good. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. It is 100% worth your time. I really enjoyed this. A minus. Like, I had a great time with it. The acting is top notch. And I got to tell you, man. Quite surprised by this. I got to tell you, man. Like, I have not heard much buzz about this movie at all. I fucking loved it. Like, you remember how Django just had that fucking knockout soundtrack to it? Yeah. This does, too. (laughs) This does, too. I fucking love it. So, um, I mean, this is going to be one of those movies that's like, you know, I mean, it's on Netflix, so it's not like ever going to play. But like, this is that type of movie that like, if I was flipping through the channels 
and it was on and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna put this on because I like it. You know, uh, I, I do that all the time. Like every now and then I'll just like go into a streaming service and they'll be like, hey, Django Unchained is on here. I was like, I'll watch it. I now put this in that in, in like that same type of category. I, I might be singing its praises a little bit too much, but uh, it's kind of like my rebelling against seeing Red Notice this week. I really I really had no interest in seeing it. Uh, I, I wanted to, like I had every intention and plan on seeing Red Notice. But I went and like went on the Netflix, went to go I'm turn it on. I'm not blaming you. Look. I went to go turn it on and I saw this instead. And my wife had watched it and she really liked it. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with something else. I, I I'm just not gonna do the red notice thing. But Jay, you did get down with red notice. I did. Help me catch her and I will help you. Teamwork. How's it going with your partner in crime? We're work wives. We're not work We're wives. Sis- sister wives. We're not any kind of wives. We both know that this whole thing is going to end with you in handcuffs. Promises. Promises. Don't you heard about me, right? Now that we did the obligatory sound clip for Red Notice, take it away, man. Uh, what is Red Notice all about? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Well, all three of them play essentially versions of themselves, except I guess you can say The Rock. Dwayne Johnson plays it very, very straight. I don't think Gal Gadot has been typecast yet. I don't. I, I wouldn't say that she has been. Well, she's just playing. Uh, a smart, sexy thief. And, you know, they essentially are all doing that, you know, in, in a way. And, but Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson's playing an Interpol agent. Um, actually, a U.S. agent, I'm sorry. And then Interpol is, is, is trying to right, he's track working, down he's and they're working together yeah. and trying to track down these thieves. They're supposed to be one and two top thieves in the fucking world. Okay. Trying to find. All three of Cleopatra's eggs. Okay, this is sounding a whole lot like eggs, like Army of thieves. thieves, like Army of Thieves, sort of. And it's a globe-trotting adventure trying to steal an egg from different locations. I mean, egg, people know the value of eggs. Not only are they delicious during breakfast, but we all know about Fabergé eggs and like they're fancy looking eggs. They're fancy. Yeah. Okay. They're fancy. Jewel and crust. They look we, pretty. We saw Tom Cruise like leap into the air and try to like catch one in risky business before it shattered. I think. <laughs> I think it was an egg. I don't know. Look, I love the premise. It's a fun idea for a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's the execution, Dave, the dialogue, okay. the delivery, the acting is atrocious. So when you say execution, you mean are you choosing the guillotine or being hung after watching this? <laughs> <laughs> Puns, I got them. It's bad, man. Life. It's really bad and and I and it's just the sleepy flat dialogue performances from almost every single player. I think Gal Gadot was probably the strongest out of the 3 yeah. for me. Um Dwayne was the worst, I think, because he was not good at all. I mean, de- line delivery, action, 
it was terrible. I mean, yeah. the, the, all the action fight scenes were completely terrible. They were horribly shot. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just in my head, like feeling like the director's like, I hey, don't Dwayne, you want you, you want to bring your performance today? And he goes, shut up and just pay me. And they go, fine, here's your money. And he goes, you're welcome. The, the, it was <laughs> one of the most uninspired executed films okay. I've ever seen. And this is the guy behind Skyscraper, you know, another previous Dwayne Johnson action blockbuster Fuck yeah. who, who doesn't remember the the diehard ripoff but instead of losing his shoes and and having to walk on this broken glass an and, and bare and bare when bare feet no jay he doesn't have a leg oh i thought it was an arm <laughs> no, leg. He doesn't whatever have a leg and then his leg falls off and he has to make that like big jump with just one leg that no no normal human could ever do with two legs let alone he does it with one because he is the handy capable dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> yeah so Rawson Marshall Thurber is the guy behind this movie, okay. writing and directing. And that's not to say I hated Skyscraper all that much. I, I kind of dug Skyscraper a little bit for that cheesy action that it was. It was, it, it, But it was less like a Die Hard and more like a Die uh, Die Hard 5. What was that one called? Die, in a, die Harder? Die Hardest? I don't know. The harder they die. <laughs> I don't remember what the fifth. But he's the only writer and only director of this movie. And this completely fell on his lap. He fucked it up. He poorly directed these guys. He poorly wrote a script that wasn't really funny and delivered a punch. And he did not execute these well, action scenes not. well maybe, at all. Maybe maybe the script was just bad from the get-go. And then The Rock and Ryan Reynolds read it. And they were just like, whatever. How much money are you going to pay me? And they're like, $250 million. And they're like, I'll do whatever you say. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't mark, have to mark, do Marketing placement for all their liquor and everything. Yeah. They got aviation in there. You got Terramana in there. You, you know, you got it all. What's 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 Gal Gadot's liquor? She's, uh, she got know. a liquor? She's going to have to find something soon. Yeah. I mean, what is an Israeli liquor? Is it is it many Shevitz wine? <laughs> because she's Jewish? Sorry, that's messed up. Uh, <laughs> but every Christmas, many Shevitz come on. Now. I would sell like gangbusters. Yeah, Hanukkah. especially nowadays. Could you imagine if Gal Gadot, you know, is Israel's Israel's sweetheart was? She probably has a bunch of shit in the, if in the Ma- country. If many Shevitz put it on the wine bottle, endorsed by Gal Gadot. That's all we needed—a Druish princess. Funny, she doesn't look Druish. Manny Shevitz is like one of the one of the cheapest and, and world's most awful wines, but it's just tradition to drink it during Hanukkah time, like during the holidays. Because they just... like to suffer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's part of the, you know, it's, it's fucking dark, man. Wow. <laughs> they do like to suffer. I mean, they, a lot of a lot of their holidays are based around because, a little bit of suffering. Because the Jewish people have had it hard, That's man. That's my point. That's my point. Thank you, Dave. So, so you're saying they like to struggle with their alcohol, too? Wow. Well, Gal Gadot is going to take fucking umbrage with what you've just said. All right. Bring it on. <laughs> Sorry. They can't all be Coppola you wines. You don't care as long as she's touching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, she could be beating the shit out of you. Or you're just like, oh, I, was, I just love you so much. <laughs> I do. She's got that gorgeous voice. Oh, she does. Yeah, absolutely. His eyes. But anyway, mm. uh, this this movie not not gorgeous. Terrible. How's the action? It's an action movie. Come on, like it's terrible action, Dave. I'm telling you right now, this is like all around horribly executed. I don't see where this money is going. Maybe for the locations and the wardrobes and the fucking cars and stuff like that, perhaps. But I, I think I think it's the three paychecks of the main actors and but the three sure. and the three paychecks. Sure, because this 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 was terrible okay this is a d for me a solid d a d all right 
the thing that you would like to give Gal Gadot mm. <laughs> your D. But she would she would not let you touch her with a ten foot pole unless she was beating you with it. I might allow that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I, I understand it's bad. I might have to cut all that many Shavit stuff out. It's, it's mildly anti-Semitic. Jay is anti-Semitic. You know I'm terrible with this it's stuff. It's anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that right now. It goes in the outtakes. Unless. Unless. Patreon. I check out. No. no unless no. I check out while editing and I completely just glance over it, which has happened several times. I've yes. Gone, I've gone back and listened to episodes and I was just like, why didn't I cut that out? And it's like, oh, yeah, I just completely spaced while yeah. editing. You're just so used to our crazy talk no i just i i've been on like i've been on not autopilot because obviously i'm still putting in like sound clips and stuff like that here and there but like i am just oh ryan gosling got moved around i'm in the middle of like just, that has nothing to do with what we're talking that's about that's part of the fun of the show <laughs> improv. <laughs> that's, that's improv that is literally observational and not even comedy it's just you literally recognize but it's an I, inside joke for our listeners because everybody moved, knows i'm the gosling guy i moved your ryan gosling doll i did you did jay I have to end where we were going because we got to stay on target, stay on target. Disney Plus Day. Look, there was a slew of stuff that came out about what they have coming to Disney Plus, including like Lightyear, Chris Evans playing Lightyear and all that stuff. And you know, I could break down all the Disney stuff, but I'll, I'm not going to. I could break down all the Star Wars stuff, except <laughs> they didn't really have any. <laughs> so the only thing we, we learned is that we did a new story last week. Rogue Squadron is no longer on the production schedule for Lucasfilm. And that's that's about it. They didn't really get into Lucasfilm too much during the Disney Plus Day. But what we got a metric fuck ton of information on was Marvel MCU. What is coming? So let's break down what we got coming to the MCU on Disney Plus in the next couple of years. I want to kick things off really quick with Hawkeye. So we know Hawkeye is the next series that's going to be starting at the end of November, but we got an extended like preview of it, and and we kind of get to we get we get to see some more interaction between the two Hawkeyes, um, and you know we, we we kind of get a mention uh, from Haley Steinfeld that you know her mother has cut her credit card off, and her mother's going to be played by Vera Farmiga, and it seems like she's part of some sort of a criminal empire and stuff like that. But the really cool part is where she's like explaining why she's Hawkeye, right? Like first she was wearing the Ronin outfit that that uh Clint Barton started out in in Endgame to because I I don't know, some people are saying it's a rumor that she kind of like finds it in the trash in New York or something like that or I or she makes her own, but she's trying to pay homage to to the hero of Ronin and stuff like that. But she Essentially, she wants to be like Hawkeye. Hawkeye is is her mm-hmm. is her Avenger, right? Like idol, and, yeah. Everyone has has a favorite Avenger, but she also had the skills as an archer to be a Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You know, rich kid. She did archery and stuff like that. Pretty good at it. Trained herself. Becomes becomes Hawkeye. Yeah. But the extended scene, Jay, is essentially this show's hallway scene. Remember back in Netflix. Back in the good old days, back when Charlie Cox was wearing Daredevil outfits, mm. back when back when 
John Bernthal was the Punisher. Simpler times. And he's just fighting dudes in the middle of the, uh, of, uh, a, of a jailhouse hallway. I can't he, wait to rewatch that. This has somewhat of a hallway scene. And, and what I'm getting at is the extended view that we got. It's they both go into a car. And first, she's like, wow, look at this car. Why don't we take this? And Clint Barton says to her, are you kidding? I'm not going to smash up a 1976 Challenger. Get in. And he's getting in this old, like, hoopty. <laughs> so they get into this old-ass car. They're getting chased by the tracksuit mafia, the the the, the bros. Bro, bro, bro. Uh, read the Matt Fraction uh, Hawkeye series. I can't stress that enough. That's the basis for what this entire series is going to be. Uh, and and they're they're driving. And the cool part is like the camera is panning around them on the interior of the vehicle as Clint Barton's driving and Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop is firing the arrows and stuff. But it, it it's it's looks like it's one take, but the camera is moving around the interior cabin of the of the car and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It looked fantastic. The action looked great, and I couldn't. I couldn't wait for it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to watch anything else with that, with that series. That's good. I'm, I'm going to watch the show. I think it's well casted, so I think I'm really just excited to see what she does. I haven't seen her do anything in quite some time. I feel like I haven't seen her since Edge of Seventeen. I mean, that was like four years ago. So. I'm looking forward to seeing a little Haley. No, she was in Dickinson on on Apple on Apple Plus. I never Apple saw TV. it. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it either. But I know I know it's she's pretty, working. I, know it's I mean, yeah, she's 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 still working. I'm just not watching her shit. <laughs> and, and then we get an extended view of She-Hulk. They, I mean, I say extended, but it's not crazily extended. But what they do get into is first off, we do see Mark Ruffalo in this in this snippet that they show, and. He has a healed arm. He had to. He he has a healed arm. So, uh, but what's interesting is in Shang Chi. Spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen Shang Chi, but I feel like the the, the statute of limitations is up on that. It's legal now. Uh, <laughs> uh, in in Shang Chi, we got we got Mark Ruffalo in there as Mark Ruffalo, not as the Hulk. Arm still in a sling. Here in She Hulk, he he looks like Hulk. Arm not in a sling. So we, we know that he is going to be part of it. But one of the cool things we got is we got Jessica Waters, uh, who who is, you know, She-Hulk. She is the cousin of Bruce Banner. And she's talking to the camera. She's breaking the fourth wall, which long before fanboys, long before De- uh, Deadpool ever broke the fourth wall in the comic books, she was. This character was breaking the fourth wall, which which I find which I find interesting. So uh I said Jessica Walters. It's Jennifer Walters. I'm sorry. Uh, but one of the cool things is at the end of this little snippet that we're getting, it shows the actress who's playing Jennifer Walters, Tatiana Maslany, and Mark Ruffalo in 70s clothes with the same aspect ratio that a 70s television set would be in. And they're both dressed exactly like they were in the original Hulk television series. So it's it's definitely going to be a lot more fun. You know, than 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 your normal action beat 'em up. I'm I'm probably picturing this to be more like a Loki type series. Okay. In in, in tone with that with that comedy yeah. with that comedy yeah. element added in. Dry, it. smart, yeah. witty kind of comedy. Yeah. And of course, also in Shang Chi, we got Blomsky back where he was fighting Wong and stuff in in the arena. He is a par- uh, apparently going to be making a return here as well, but we didn't really get to see anything from him. And then uh, one of the other things we got an extended view for this one's going to be very brief because this was very brief. Is Ms. Marvel it? You know Kamala Khan. She is Miss Marvel in the in the comic books. She is she, she's an Inhuman, and she gets her powers from the Terrigen Mist and stuff like that, as Inhumans do. But Inhumans failed 
the TV show. It was supposed to be a movie. Then they then they made it into a TV show. Both things were a failure. So uh, the, I think they're taking that away from her because her power set has changed. No longer can she can she kind of like grow big or stretch her arms or, or make her fist really big and stuff like that. It seems like it's almost like a Green Lantern type power now. Uh, so that's that. That's really all we saw there. But Jay, the big thing and the thing I want you to focus on because I think this is the thing that's going to come to Disney Plus for the MCU that's going to have you sold. Because I know you 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 enjoyed some of the stuff, but you weren't really in love with anything yet, D, uh, MCU wise mm-hmm. on, on Disney Plus. Yeah, safe to say. Oscar Isaac playing Mark Spector as Moon Knight, a superhero with disassociative identity disorder. Multiple versions of this character exist within his head, so he has. He has different personalities. You're going to see very him excited by this. Also, opposite Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, who who who's so playing the obviously well. also very excited about this. Now, what I'm a little disappointed by is the fucking stills of the movie is terrible. So, so <laughs> absolutely terrible. But did you see the scene where it's just kind of like a back shot of him? We don't see a clear view of In the of mirror. Moon no, it's behind. It's it's like coming through an apartment door, oh. and you just see the big white cape, and you just see him punching uh, presumably someone who's on the ground and just like we talked about in the batman tra- in in the batman trailer right. that sickening thud of yeah. just of just wet <sighs> paste he's just beating the shit out of somebody now that is that is the moon knight character inside of his head that's the moon knight personality who who believes that they are the incarnation of the egyptian god Khonshu. uh and mark specter in the comic books was a mercenary who comes across some tomb where he winds up getting imbued with the spirit and the powers of Khonshu, which makes him moon knight and stuff like that but in this i think they're to keep it a little bit more grounded so we, we see we see the violence of the character but there's a scene in the train where he's kind of looking at his reflection in the mirror and we see the white gloves and what looks like you know a white suit that he's wearing that's also mark specter the detective now he dresses with a with a mask just like a white mask with a little moon crest on him he wears a giant white stove (laughs) stovepipe hat and a white suit and carries a cane and just shows up at new york city police like investigation crime like uh crime scenes and just Sherlock Holmes the shit out of it. <laughs> right, right. That's another aspect of the character. So it, it, you're going to see Oscar Isaac essentially doing acting gymnastics. He's got a, yeah, he's got a lot going on. And I think I'm, well, obviously, I'm very, very excited yeah, for this. I mean, this Oscar is more my, more, yeah, well, yeah, it's more on my alley, too. It's a little bit more intriguing. It's a little bit more indie. <laughs> all right. So, all right, th- this is the Blitz now. Some. Some other shows that they announced, Echo, so in the comic books, um, after Clint Barton gave up being Ronin, uh, the, 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 that suit passed to another superhero named Echo, who will be played by Alakwa Cox, uh, and she will be playing Maya Lopez Echo, who in the comic books is a deaf superhero. So you, you talked about last week that it's very nice to be seeing yeah. you know, the inclusion of deaf It's interesting that you're seeing a lot more of that lately. It's interesting. Yeah. It's great. So uh, And then we get we, we got teases for Ironheart, uh, which is these, these are just logos, but that'll be Dominique Thorne, uh, who will play Riri Williams. She is a 
someone who admires Tony Stark, and she goes on to create the most advanced suit of armor since Tony Stark's Iron Man. Uh, then they announced that they are going to be doing Agatha, House of Harkness. This will be a direct spin-off series to WandaVision, uh, and it will obviously be following Catherine Hahn's Agatha Harkness. Um, there's really no word yet what it's going to be, but obviously they're going to have to touch on the fact that she was kind of left there, cursed uh, to to you know never remember who she was or anything like that. She's obviously going to break that curse here. Uh, we they reminded us that Secret Invasion is coming. That will be Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel Jackson reprising their roles. Obviously, Samuel Jackson will be playing. Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn will be playing the Skrull Talos, but this will follow the storyline of Secret Invasion, where Skrulls secretly took over most of the Earth's superheroes and stuff like that without anybody knowing. It happened under Nick Fury's nose. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, this won't be a direct comic rip because it seems like in the MCU, for the most part, Skrulls are good guys so and Kree are bad guys, kind of like opposite in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get confirmation that What If Season 2 is going to be coming. There's going to be a, a short series, like mini shorts, for I Am Groot, which is going to follow Baby Groot. Uh, Marvel Zombies. We got Marvel Zombies in What If this year. Well, Marvel Zombies will be getting its own series. I believe this is going to be an animated series. Uh, but if you if you read Marvel Zombies or you watch the What If, think of that just the same but the two shows that i'm most excited for that they didn't really show a lot for are spider-man freshman year this is an animated series that is going to follow the current peter parker that we know tom holland in animated form but it's going to be his freshman year when we first met him in civil war he was a he was a sophomore so we are going to be getting stories from peter of peter parker before he was spider-man but also the origin of this character, who we completely skipped because we know it, but and he's going to be voicing this. I don't know if he's going to be voicing, oh, okay. it, but we do know, like, we, like we know how important Uncle Ben is to to the entire Spider-Man story. Jay, we're going to get Uncle Ben here, and we haven't had Uncle Ben in in the MCU. That's yet. that's really good. So yeah, well deserved, well needed. Yeah, needed we're going to learn in it more. Yeah, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna kind of just like see that origin, and it's nice that like it's not happening in a movie or anything like that. No flashback or anything. It's just kind of like this thing. If you want to watch it, you can. If you don't, you don't. But you know, I I want to know a little bit more about this character because we just kind of picked up with him in Civil War, where he's just already a friendly neighborhood spider guy. So, uh, and then finally, Jay, this is just for me, for fanboys, everybody to get really fucking geeked out about X-Men, the animated series, the 1997 series is returning. Back in the day, Jay, when I used to come home from school and I used to watch cartoons and stuff, a lot of people my age, they watched, they watched the, the Power Rangers. I, that, that was not for me. I watched Batman, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, Spider-Man, the animated series. They they would run those on Saturday mornings, and they'd also run reruns and stuff like that uh, after school. By far, out of all of them, my favorite uh, next to Batman, the animated series was X-Men, the animated series from the 90s. The entire voice cast that are still alive are returning for it, and they're going to pick up exactly where they left off five seasons of this show and it just ended right toy sales weren't 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 going up marvel comics was in dire straits at the time ready to file for bankruptcy and uh you know it they needed this show to kind of like boost those numbers and when the when the ratings started to dwindle 
They just canceled it. So it's coming back on Disney+. Plus. And, Jay, hand-drawn animation. They're not going to switch it up. They're not going to make it CGI. They're going to do this in the same exact animation well, style God damn. that they did back in 1997. This isn't for your kids. This is They're not doing this for anything else other than it's for us. Th- than 30-something fanboys who, who loved this series and want to see it happen. And, and we I, thank you. I got to think that it, that it only happened for the simple fact that they put that series on Disney Plus and people have been rewatching it. And they see those streaming numbers and they go, there's something here. There's a reason right, for this. Right. There's a reason. I don't think it's just the kids rewatching this. And it could be because guess what? A lot of the 90s quality things are coming back. Like it's hip now to like start using like Polaroids again and like grainy video that looked that has an aesthetic look like the videotapes of the 90s. I really hope they keep the same aspect ratio. Like no widescreen. Just like, That's what I'm saying. I hope they keep it. Like they're. Like that's becoming like a new thing right now. Very, very, very hip right now. Um, I've, I've noticed. So it's, um, yeah. I mean, fuck. Why not? And the best part about this is picking up with the series where they left off. There are now thirty years of X Men comics that they can fill in with brand new storylines and new characters that they can add in. So, like, if you're an X Men fan, like. This is where it's at. And what I'm really liking about this is when Disney Plus launched, this is what they said it was going to be. And it was such a shaky launch, right? I mean, there's practically nothing on there. There was your Disney movies. There's a handful of Star Wars movies. There was some of the MCU, not all of it. But now here we are three years after its launch. And everything that was promised to us in the Marvel realm, in the Star Wars realm, for Disney files, it's all coming there it's all it's it's all coming out yeah. it's all coming and it's and and the stuff that you would think it's not going to do well as a movie but there's plenty of people that still want to see it boom it goes here mm-hmm. and it's a perfect place for it so very much excited for what they have going on you know there's there's things obviously i'm more excited for than others and some of it we'll have to see how it shakes out we have to see how the rest of phase four for marvel shakes out but what I'm seeing here, I'm excited for. Most excited for Hawkeye, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, sure. X-Men 97, and everything else. It's just like, that's cool. I, I need to no, see. No, we got a great slate coming yeah. up next year. Those new characters like Miss Marvel, uh, Ironheart, uh, you know, stuff like that. I need to see how they are going to fit into the rest of the Marvel Universe. I need to see like what state the Marvel Universe is in when they're being introduced and stuff like that. But I'm still really looking forward to this stuff. And... I can't wait for Moon Knight because the footage that we saw is very reminiscent of the dark Netflix series that we you saw footage. Yeah. Yeah. There's footage from it. Ooh, I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. There's footage from it. Um, and it, it's very reminiscent of, of that, of that dark daredevil, that dark Punisher sure. look that we had and uh, on Netflix. And I like to see it somewhat emulated here because this is a character. Even back when we talked about warranted, the Defenders, it's warranted. I, I said that they're all Marvel Knights. Moon Knight is a Marvel Knight that they've always been part of like c- kind of a street level uh, superheroes that deserve darker stories because they're more realistic. They're more grounded. And it seems like that's exactly what they're going for here. I hope so. I hope I hope honestly it doesn't hint at too much of a larger Marvel and again, universe. And again, that's kind of what you want from this platform. You you want exactly. a little bit more variety. And can I know? be honest with you? What I really hope is my pie in the sky dream for this, Jay, 
is that this is a backdoor into bringing Charlie Cox, John Bernthal, and and some of Ooh. our Netflix people back in, finding out that since we now know that there if are I multi- see all those male candy eye guys and their butt cheeks and oh. on screen, I'm going to be so excited. But but let's not forget <laughs> Jessica Jones either, because I, I sure I thought, her butt cheeks too, absolutely. <laughs> I, I I thought Ritter was absolutely fantastic in that role. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would love for because we now have multiple universes. What if this is what if Moon Knight is the back door, no pun intended, into all those beautiful butt cheeks from Netflix returning? Charlie mm, Cox, mm. John Bernthal. I would love to. I, 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 I'm, I'm, mm. Kristen Ritter. Come I on. wish, I, would love I wish they had the foresight to do that. I just don't know if I trust it. It'd be great if they did. It would be really great. Yeah. Really great. That's my pie in the sky dream. That's not like a rumor. That's nothing I've heard or anything like that. That is just my pie in the sky dream is that Moon Knight doesn't take place in the current Marvel universe that's going on in the theaters and and in some of the other Disney Plus shows. It is the backdoor into bringing the Netflix shows back over into into our universe. Bring it from the back. Bring it Love back. That. Love it. All right, Jay, we're, we're, we're coming to the end here. We got to do a breakdown for Spider-Man No Way Home Trailer 2. And trust me, Jay, for you, this will be short. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the, the uh, Star Wars image. It's it's just an image. It's just them no, fighting. Know, and it's confirming that they're it's, fighting. It's story art. It's not a real image. But also, it'd be, it'd be completely stupid to expect that you would not see those two fighting if they're announced for it. But anyway. Yeah, I just wasn't expecting such an epic look. It was pretty, pretty awesome. Let's get into this week's trailer park and break down the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer two. And just for Jay, I think I'll make this a little bit shorter than I did for the last one, because while there's a lot to look at and see, there's not a whole lot new to gleam, really. Thomasine Nucci, drop that beat. Beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but it's a new wave. We've been on since God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know that the bass drop. All right, so leaving the rumors and stuff like that off to the side. I'm not going to get into the leaked set photos and stuff like that. I did that a little bit last week and I put up a spoiler warning and warned everybody when it was coming. Uh, but we're not we're not going to do that this time. Uh, I'm not going to get into that stuff. I'm just going to be talking about what we see in this trailer and what we don't see mm-hmm. in this trailer. So with that little disclaimer out of the way, let's get into it. Watched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. From every universe. Sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. Peter. 
You're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. So one of the things I find interesting about this trailer is the choice of words used by Dr. Strange in the beginning is that they're all coming through into our universe because of right. that botched spell because of because the botched you, spell because you botched, you botched the spell, the spell yeah. you botched the spell he tells peter that you botched the spell and it's like i'm sorry was it peter who was doing all the magical glowy shit and saying the incantations and all that stuff he was distracting or him. was it you dr strange but what i like is there's still that ego of dr strange that ego that we saw when he was a surgeon i know and i can already see i'm gonna like be on it. dr strange's side this whole movie i like because you're an adult because you're fucking an adult. I guess. <laughs> That's why. But uh, are you on his side when he says stupid things like, let's Scooby-Doo this crap? No. On that part, no. Yeah, I was not. That, that dialogue, it's, um, it's a little it's a little ham-fisted. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But it is somewhat reminiscent of, you know, when he's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And he's like, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man. It's kind of reminiscent of like that Infinity War type banter yeah, that they had. That, that worked, though. <laughs> Well, that was charming because it, it was the Russos. Yeah, I know. I know. It's <laughs> and it's in small doses. You hope that this is like a, a one-off, right? And yeah. but my my thing about this was it is it is slap face dialogue. It's just terrible. This is a completely different trailer. This whole trailer is Very brand different. new footage. For it's part, unbelievable. Although, I mean, I, cu- I could not believe they showed and gave away so much of the story. It is and, confirming and everything that we said was going to happen when we broke down the trailer originally. Mo- mostly, yeah. And we, this confirms that it's a botched spell. We knew that. We we kind of knew that. Right. Uh, we It, it kind of confirms. I, I don't know. I, I guess I just didn't want to see all that at right. all because I think it just spoiled. I, I know you said oh, it's not a spoiler, but it kind of is. It's not. To me, it is because all the previous trailers <laughs> gave you just the right amount because I loved them and they were great. Just the right amount to get it hyped up and excited for this movie. This trailer showed the whole fucking movie almost in a lot of ways, and and you know and, and everybody and I just I want I was hoping to wait and see all that for the movie itself, not for a trailer that comes out. Well, the movie comes out in a month, but I don't know. It, it's just it was just too much, too much shown. Uh, a couple uh, forced dialogue quips that didn't quite work, you know, for me. But um, hopefully they do in the movie. Yeah, I, I look, I, I have faith in it. I mean, obviously we've liked the previous two. I'm just, I'm just a little so. I, I, I guess I'm just shocked and surprised, and I'm right. surprised by my reaction too, to be honest. But it's just the way it is. Uh, but give them credit for keeping some stuff still close to the vest, right? We, the rumors are rampant, and everything that there are. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. What's funny is I just watched I just watched the Today Show, um, and Andrew Garfield was doing an interview. Take, take boom, he's promoting right, right now. It's his big awards player, right? With uh, with with <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, behind it and stuff sure. like that. It's about the creator of Rent, uh, correct? And I'll give the Today Show credit. They they asked him questions about Rent, and they spent eight minutes talking about talking about Tick Tick Boom and and that movie, which is a Netflix original, but also has huge buzz behind it. 
um, and including possible Oscar buzz for uh, best oh, yeah. actor nomination and for possible Andrew pitcher. Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a lot of good stuff coming so, out from that movie. But they waited until the very end. They gave him like thirty seconds, and they asked him, you know, how it was on the set of of Spider Man and stuff like that. And he goes, "I'm not in that movie." <laughs> He gets, I'm not in that movie. No one's asked me to be in that movie. I didn't hear from my agent about that movie. I know nothing about this movie and stuff like that. But just like you guys all, I'm very excited to see it. I love Tom Holland in the role. I think I think they've done a fantastic job with the character. Yeah. And, and he left it at that. Yeah. And uh, So we don't see Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield in this. I mean, they're not here because they were cut out, obviously. I mean, they've, they, Marvel's done that before. Uh, but, I mean, we, we've we all probably seen the footage now of the, the phantom kick or the, <laughs> the lizard kick seen around the world. But uh, I don't want to get into that too much because, again, like that's that's leaks and stuff. So I'm just trying to stick with what's in this trailer. I he want, could be lying, but I don't think he is. I he want that be. to be a surprise. <laughs> and I know if you're the type know, of person know, that's following leaks and stuff like that, I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm not talking about set photos. I'm not talking about They this. could be doing that on purpose, too. They, right. they, they might have been paid to show up that to shit. fuck us up. Marvel you know? has done that in the past, right? I mean, oh, for sure. Famously, Infinity War, we saw Hulk running into battle it's on great, It's great buzz. It is. It's fantastic buzz. It Although theory, I do think that in the scene where MJ is falling off uh, and falling through the sky and and Tom Holland's Peter tries to jump through and and reach her, I think he misses Jay. I think another Spider-Man saves her. And it has to be Andrew Garfield because he failed to save Gwen in his universe. It redeems him by him saving MJ here in this one. Oh boy, you're reaching now. <laughs> am I? Am I? I don't, I don't, am I? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how this operates. I? I don't know how this universe operates yet. So that's we'll true. See. Well, I mean, it's any universe is open. I mean, Doctor Strange pretty much said, like, you know, they're coming in from. It's just so weird. All the other universes, all of them. So, but I just we, hope it's just not too bonkers to follow. I also think that all that's a lot of the stuff we're seeing. Peter is in the Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Something tells me that that is the beginning of the movie. Hmm. Because we only see a few things with him in that black suit, and that black suit is True. imbued with runes and stuff from from Doctor Strange that allows him to travel through the universes. Because Peter's goal in this, if you hear him say it, he's trying to get these villains back to where they belong. He's not trying to kill them. They're trying to kill him because that's the line that they're chasing ghosts of their past, which is Spider-Man, obviously. And Doctor Strange says it is all of their fates to die mm-hmm. fighting Spider-Man. Peter's trying to prevent that. He's trying to be a hero. He's trying to save these villains that are out of time. All of them are out of place. And we hear Willem Dafoe's voice very clearly. In this, you know, he has he 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 has a line that that he's just you know Peter's trying to just hold it all together and stuff like that, and um, it's nice. I love I love Willem Dafoe as that character. I love when he gets deep into that into that voice that that cackle that he has. It's great cackle. So I, I love that, and we get that scene where it's he's it looks like a construction site. We get Sandman's giant head coming in Thomas Hayden Church back as that. We get to see the lizard Ray Fines, uh, Ray Ifans coming back for that. Uh, we see. Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon, Electro, looking very, and we do get a pretty clear image of him here. 
very different than the Maxwell Dillon that we got in the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. That 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 nerdy that nerdy blue weirdo is gone. He looks more like the comic book version. When he powers up his lightning, it does the lightning bolts on his head and out of the side of his cheeks, much like the costume would look for the comic book counterpart. Uh, and then we also obviously see pumpkin bombs and stuff like that, and Otto Octavius. That Jay is five villains. Spider-Man has to fight six. Because it's the Sinister Six. So, fan fan cast. Would you prefer that sixth villain, if, if they are doing a Sinister Six, would you prefer that sixth be Mysterio, returned, or would you prefer it be Venom, who's against them and then turns for him, let's say? Uh, I... I um... It's hard to say. It's so hard to say because it would make so much sense or, for Mysterio because would it's you the pre- follow up of pre- the previous movie. Would you but- prefer that it's Topher Grace's Venom? Oh God! <laughs> Get old Topher. God bless you. Bless your heart, uh, Topher. Um, no, I'm 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 gonna say I would rather go with the Venom. Would you? I would rather go with Mysterio. I think Mysterio. It just there's just too much. Too much for Mysterio is too much. Like he he's like a standalone. Like you know he's not like a side guy because he can do like but all kinds of crazy believe, shit. You can't believe anything you saw from him. That's my point. Death. Well, that's my point. I don't think it's finite enough. I, I don't think, think his death I think is finite adding enough. him to like five other people is just too much going it's on. It's called the Sinister Six. It's not called the Sinister Five because it was too much to have six this time around. No, too much for him to be included. <laughs> Mysterio. <laughs> That's why I want Venom. It's more concrete. <laughs> I'd we, laugh. we know where we're getting with Venom. <laughs> I'd laugh my ass off if it just turned out that everything that happened after after the bridge in in uh, Spider Man Far From Home uh, is that he has Peter locked in some room with all the imaging, and Peter thinks he this is all going on, but none of this has happened at all, and it ends. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> God, fanboys would just walk out. They would burn the theater down walking out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but we, so we get confirmation of these people. One of the things I thought was really cool was the fight in that construction site was very reminiscent. You won't know this, Jay, because you don't play video games of the PS4, uh, of the PS4 Spider-Man video game uh, where Peter does take on members of the Sinister Six at a construction site and he's fighting. Uh, I believe it's Sandman and mm. and uh, Maxwell Doe and the uh, the Electro. So I I liked that. So there's there's things about this that I liked, and I, I'm still very much looking forward to it. I know I know that the dialogue is just cringy for you at times. Uh, one thing I didn't bring up, but I I, I kind of wanted to mention was, um, did you notice that like when he's talking, like when when. Otto Octavius is introducing himself and he says, you know, what's your name again? Otto Octavius. And they laugh at him and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like part of me thinks that like that's them trying to help him. Like these villains may not be villains the entire movie. And oh no 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 he he's not going to be no they're going to make up because if you remember he's going to realize you're not Peter Parker and then he's going to Spider Man two talk with him he has that moment Peter and they're going to try and figure things out together he has that moment Peter Parker. Brilliant but lazy. You know what I mean? Like he almost like gives up the gambit at the end. And he, of course he does. He because he saves he saves New York. New York's about to blow up from precious tritium. <laughs> <laughs> and he saves New York and and dies trying. So um, you know, I think I, I think that's that's going to be uh I, I think Otto Octavius is going to be an ally. I, I agree. I hundred percent agree. Um and of course I, I still Jay, I think we're seeing like the first half of the movie here. 
I really do. I don't think we're seeing as much as you think. What they're giving away, Jay, is the story. They are giving away the synopsis of this movie. Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange to hide his identity after it's been outed by Mysterio and he's being hunted by New York City and, of course, J. Jonah Jameson. So, before I continue with this thought, you know how there's that Spider-Man meme where, like, Spider-Man's pointing at Spider-Man and they did it at the end of Into the Spider-Verse? You know what I mean? Where, like, just the two Spider-Man are pointing at each other? You remember? You know that meme? That I'm oh, yeah, about? yeah, yeah. What if what if bald J. Jonah Jameson runs into flat top J. Jonah Jameson from the from, from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man universe? Mm. I hate Spider-Man! I hate Spider-Man! Miss Brandt, get me a violin! <laughs> and they just have a yell Can you imagine? J.K. Simmons yelling at himself as, That'd be great as a younger scene. version of J.K. Simmons yelling at himself. And they're just pointing at each other. He's like, menace! 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 <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I, I want it. I want that. I, I want, want J.K. Simmons. But anyway, so he he, he goes to Doctor Strange uh, to to hide his identity. The spell gets botched, opening up another universe where where villains come in and uh, villains from other Spider-Man universes come in. Jay, that's it. That's all you saw in this trailer. That is literally like the one sentence IMDb synopsis of the movie. I, I don't you, like you think they're giving away the fucking, you know, the whole cart and 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 donkey. But that makes no sense. You think they're giving away the baby and the bathwater all at the same time. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't think they're giving away as much as you think. I hope so. One thing I find interesting is so we see him in the Iron Spider outfit. We see him in in the. Far From Home end movie outfit that he had where it's more black and red and stuff like that with the white spider on the back. And we see him in that black suit. So obviously we know that he's going to come to blows with Doctor Strange in this. And I think that's something that's going to happen towards the beginning of the of the second act. Mm-hmm. So I think in this movie, we're going to start with, with the Iron Spider outfit because he's fighting Doctor, because he's fighting Otto Octavius. He's then going to switch to the black outfit after that one probably gets destroyed or maybe not destroyed. Um, you know, we, we, we've noticed that Doc Ock has like silver arms when he first arrives there on the bridge. And then later on, uh, we see he very clearly has like red in 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 those in those four arms and we have that scene in the trailer where he's like looking at his arm as it's like moving shifting and changing i think what's happening there is like i it, maybe instead of destroying the iron spider suit uh his arms actually absorb the nanotechnology the stark nanotechnology into it and i think that's gonna kind of like happen to all of these villains i think all of these villains are kind of like changing uh because the longer they are in this universe the more they are integrated into this universe. And I think that's like why later on when we see the goblin zooming in, the goblin glider zooming in and we don't see a mask on him. I, I think that's still Willem Dafoe. I know a lot of people are like, that's, you know, that's, that's Harry Osborn from, from, from the amazing Spider-Man or it's a, it's, it's, it's Ned as Hobgoblin. It's like, no, they haven't set up that enough for, for Ned to be Hobgoblin. So it, it probably is Norman Osborn. I, I, I did freeze frame it. It does look like it's Willem Dafoe, but um, you know, it, but it's, he's changing he's different he's he's assimilating into this and the longer that they are there the more they will assimilate into this universe and that's why it's such a dire need to get them back to their to their other universes um so i, I that's just 
probably like where I think this is going. And then we see Doctor Strange knocking his knocking essentially his spirit out of his body, causing him to astral project. Right. And I think after him and Doctor Strange have a briefed five to ten minute tiff where they fight each other, he offers to help Peter put it all back together, giving him the black magic suit. Um, uh, that's that's just kind of what I'm seeing, but. I'm I'm, I'm kind of done breaking this down. I don't think there's really anything else that, that that I saw that I would want to bring up. I'm sure I could sit here and I can cite this comic book or that comic book and pull this up and that up. Really, man, um, I I think they're delivering on what was promised, on, on on what was discussed, on what was rumored as well. I think if they went into this trailer and they gave us something much like they gave us last time. People would have cried foul because there's so much out there about what's going on in this movie that I think people would have been pissed to not have more of it confirmed. And like I said, who's in it has been confirmed on IMDb for weeks. So we've known that there's been a lizard, that there's a Sandman, and that there is an Electro and a Doc Ock. And confirming that stuff was never was never really anything that they couldn't do. I think mm-hmm. they had to. I think not showing the potential of there's other Spider-Man in it or that there is a Miles Morales. That's not these are not things that I'm confirming. Again, these are like all those all part of that rumor mill that just keeps the spinning. possible. Right. The possible rumor. without confirming any of that stuff. They've kept enough close to the vest that you're still excited to see what what's going to transpire in this movie but i will say this uh in that scene where spider-man is jumping in and he's going up against all of the villains that that are there at that construction site uh which is i believe it it's the statue of liberty that's being changed into a giant captain america memorial but anyway when he's jumping in leaping into that fight there's all those villains on the far right, and there is just one lone Spider-Man on the left. I'm just saying, from a framing aspect, like how you frame a, a shot in a film, uh, it's awfully empty on that left side. You know, you you you'd want it to be a little bit more full, a little bit something else. Like there's other characters there that they just cut out. I, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there is someone else there flying like leaping into battle with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. I mean that's just how comic book splash pages work. Sure. Sure. And of course we we got to be excited for how this movie's going to end. Where is it going to leave Peter? Because he's not going to be part of the MCU by the time this is all done and over with. He only has two more appearances in the MCU from Yeah. No, there's going to be a lot going on with this movie and I think it's going to be I hope enjoyable to watch yeah. and not annoying to watch. And the reason I don't think Venom's going to show up in this is because that Venom end credit scene was tacked on. It was filmed at the last minute before the film, before the movie's release, long before far, long before this movie was done film, long before this movie, I'm sorry, after this movie had finished filming. This movie was done filming by the time they they added that Venom scene in. So I really don't think Tom Hardy's going to be in this. There might be a mention, there might be there might be something that's discussed in it. I really do think Mysterio is coming back. And I want, okay. I want that. I like them as the villain. Jake, you know, yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, I, I liked him too. It, you know, I'm definitely going to be, I'm looking forward to this movie. I mean, obviously I am. I just wanted to not see so much. God, how crazy would it be if the rumored villain for Spider-Man 4 was going to be the Vulture and it was going to be played by John Malkovich? What if John Malkovich just shows up as the Vulture? <laughs> <laughs> 
or better yet, Christopher Walken. Oh my god, <laughs> it just, it's okay. so fucked up. Like anything can happen. Anything, it, like because Pandora's box is open. Interesting that that, that the spell and and like the, the MacGuffin of this is the box that Peter steals from. It's Pandora's box. It's all been opened, man. Everything, a- anything is a possibility. Nothing is off the table, essentially. And I, I think it's, this it's, just showed it, how crazy it is. It's, it is. I I just don't know what to make of it. I, I, I just, I'm just really curious to see how far they go now, you know, with all this. Well, I, but also to see how far they're going to go to tease us during as an entertainment factor during the movie. And then also, what are they going to change as far as the story complex within the film right. going forward in this world? You know, how, right. like, okay. how real is this going to be? You yeah. Know? Is it just for entertainment purposes? Like, oh, pop in here, pop in here, just for our own shits and giggles, you know? But well, one of the know. things, you know, one of the things that might alleviate this a little uh, is something that was discussed. But these characters are not the exact versions that we've seen previously. Obviously, you know, by by the way, Maxwell Dillon looks. Um, there's there's you know. Goblin looks slightly different. Uh, obviously, Alfred Molina looks slightly different. Even the arms look slightly different and stuff like that. So they are not the exact versions of these characters that existed previously. So it, they they kind of exist in universes that were, that were similar to the the ones we saw in the Sam Raimi universe, but not exactly the same. So what I'm saying is there's not a lot of consequence for it because they're from different universes. The only consequence we're going to have is by the time he puts everyone back, by the time this 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 universe loop that is closed, where will Spider-Man be? Will he be in his own Sony-verse or will he still be in Yeah, I, I, I thank you for saying that because I, that's, that's what I've been thinking about too. I just didn't want to bring it up because that's just too much of a f- mind fuck, I suppose. But I don't know. Like does it like like how does that work? You know, I don't know. And how does he come back for his other MCU appearances? And, and that's Can what you I'm explain thinking. Explain that, that 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 it's a great cliffhanger. They had a great cliffhanger after the last movie, so this will be a great one too. All right, like, like I talked about, you know, when we were talking about Disney Plus and and Moon Knight being a backdoor to bring in Netflix stuff. Let me l- let me say this: What if? At the end, what if? Haha, uh, the watcher is always watching. Uh, what if by the end of this, this is like one more day from from Spider Man or um, whatever the Spider Man comic book written by Mike, Michael J. Straczynski, where Dan Slott eventually took over writing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the whole point is it's a fucking reset for the character. That's what happened in the comic. Him and MJ were no longer married in the comic. They weren't even dating anymore. They were just good friends. Harry Osborn was alive again and his best friend. Like All this stuff is going on. And essentially, 20 to 30 years of Spider-Man comic book, like what we knew as a status quo for Spider-Man was that he grew up, he was an adult, he got married, all this shit. It all gets wiped away. What if everything that happens in the MCU, Civil War, No Way, uh, Homecoming, No uh, Far From Home, and then the events of this movie, it all gets wiped away, and Peter just wakes up, and everything is different. Aunt May doesn't know that he's Spider-Man. Him and MJ aren't dating. She doesn't know that he's Spider-Man anymore, and it's just like a complete reset for the character, because that's the way it went in the comic books. Yeah. What wow. if what if it ends like that? 
completely. And now that'll be the Spider-Man we follow in the Sony universe. But in the MCU, we still follow the other Spider-Man that we've come to know because in the MCU. of the multiverse fuckage. Right, exactly. They can kind of get away with that. They can get away with it. And Tom Holland could play both. He can right. He can show up in, in, in for his two more appearances in MCU movies mm-hmm. produced by Disney. And Sony gets to end their relationship with, with Disney for Spider-Man solo movies. They get to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah, yeah. They told their three-story arc with the character. This it's is an over- interesting idea. And then now everything restarts. So that's mm. obviously, yeah, obviously we don't know that that's going to happen. But part of me suspects that, like, that's that's kind of like what we're doing. We're, we're softening the blow for ending the relationship. Because the last time they ended the relationships, fans fucking rioted. Like, we were upset. And then they, they they quickly struck another deal and and got it going again. Are they going to strike another deal? Probably not. They probably don't need to. I think with things like Venom being successful, Morbius having good early buzz from not trailers, yeah. <laughs> and and the idea now that like it's very clear that Sony is interested in building their universe uh, with around Spider Man. It, it, it kind of seems like this is now the time where Sony's like we're healthy enough. You know, we don't need you anymore, MCU, and we can we can go off and produce this how we want. You can use Tom Holland for our contractual obligations for him and stuff like that, but the version you use will be the version from the MCU. The version we're moving forward with is a completely new version that was created out of No Way Home. I mean, Jay, it's called No Way Home. I know. And that's why I think I like your theory. Sad. Yeah, it's a great twist, though. But hey, uh, listen, you guys watch the trailer, and then you listen to us. So if there's anything uh, that I missed talking about that you think we should have discussed, uh, or if there's anything that I discussed that you think was completely wrong, you can reach out to us on our social medias. We put the link uh, at, in the episode description. And what I would prefer, though, is if there's anything, any comments you'd like to make, leave us a voicemail. We put that we, we put that hotline in there. Also, if you're enjoying the show, uh, please make sure that you... I was going to say like and subscribe, but like we're not on YouTube, so like you can't really like and subscribe. You can because I think the video, the, the the stills go up on on just the audio goes up on YouTube. But no, I would like you to uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's what helps the show grow. It's what helps us get seen. I don't think we've had any reviews in a while, and I'd like to think that that's because, like me, most of you just don't listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts anymore. Because honestly, it's not great. Better platforms out there. Find them. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. What's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank. 
and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 